0: Program paid for by Robin Gualtney, Gualtney Group, Remax Results. Welcome to Rochester Real Estate featuring Robin Gualtney from Gualtney Group, Remax Results, and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 969 FM. Good morning, Robin. Good morning. Wonderful to see you
1: again. Nice to see you as well. We are going to discuss today building a house. Versus buying. Versus buying. A couple extra steps, I imagine.
2: That's just a little different process. (laughs) It takes a lot more time. But if you want to get exactly what you want, then it's the way to go.
1: Who, what type of person is the person you find who wants to build?
2: Typically they're not getting their first house, right? So they've owned a few homes already and they know what they loved, what their favorite features were about those homes and what they would do differently. And so they think, okay, this time I'm gonna take that that I liked and take this that I like, combine it and then I'm gonna, you know, add this or whatever and they come up with what house they wanna build.
1: I'm gonna have that dream house. Dream house. The absolute dream house. You know, I imagine that this is something you could do on your own find a builder find a general contractor find a lot but I can't imagine in my own head actually (laughs) having the time to do all of that
2: well the truth is you know a lot of people say to me do I still use you if I'm building a house and of course the answer that I'm going to say is yes and the reason being is that I feel like when someone is going into building A lot of times it's the first time they've done it, even when it's not, um, they need somebody in their corner, so to speak. So let's just say you're the builder and I'm the buyer and I don't have an advocate. I don't have the realtor. I just come to you. Now your job is to look out for my best interests, but you're the builder. So I'm not saying that you're not going to care about me and what's important to me, but you're pretty invested in what's important to you correct so bottom line is i feel like once the realtor gets involved um that's somebody that's in your corner as the buyer right somebody that's going to speak for you and advocate for you as a matter of fact i recently had a closing for a new construction and the people looked at me and said thank god we had you and it wasn't that it was a nightmare of an experience but there were just things like you know um when they saw that the granite they weren't happy with the way it was installed because of a funny like grain against grain kind of a thing but yet They didn't really want to have to like bring it up with the builder. It's not, it's not comfortable for them. You know, it was uncomfortable. So we just said, listen, that's what we're here for. And we just said, this is, this isn't okay. You know, it needs to be redone. It needs to go with the grain. And of course the builder was like, yes, I agree. But had we not been there and they didn't bring it up, was he going to bring it up? Probably not. I mean, I don't. <laughs> I don't want to throw anybody under the bus because maybe he might have, you know. And I certainly have worked with builders who would have. They would have said, "Oh, this, this, this isn't going to go. You know, this is absolutely not going to fly."
1: I think a big part of it is, like you say, most people do this. They're going to do it once,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and boy, <laughs> you cannot ever possibly know the different scenarios you will be forced to address during this process and to have somebody like you who has been through this a few times, I, I, I think that would just be an invaluable.
2: Well, thanks. And I, I do feel like we do bring great value um, to that transaction. And I think what happens is somehow buyers get it in their head that it's going to cost them more money to build a house if they have a realtor. Okay, And over my 20 years in the business. That is not the case. Okay. When builders price a house, they price the cost to sell it. So either they're going to pay part of that to a realtor or they're going to have a higher profit. That money, they don't just discount that money back to the buyer, even though I think some builders like to let buyers believe that because, of course, they might have an easier transaction if there's not a robin in the corner saying, hey, that's not going to fly. That's got to be different. We've got to change that or we've got to fix that. So it's like anything else in in this business or any business. When you've established relationships, it works really well. And the builders that I have great relationships with would rather have me in on the transaction because they don't want to be the ones running around helping these buyers pick out plumbing fixtures and pick out lighting fixtures and pick out carpet samples and they just don't have time for it you know and so they're very happy when I take them and do all of that
1: you mentioned a lot of things that need to be done maybe we should start at the very beginning and I'm the person let's say I I'm gonna build this time I'm gonna have that brand new house I have no idea where to begin other than I I call you
2: so the first thing is we've got to find a lot. And lots are premium in Rochester. They're harder and harder to come by all the time and they are very expensive. I mean super expensive. Now sometimes when you go out a little ways into the outlying areas, you know some of our bedroom communities around the lots are a little less expensive, but um I can't believe how much I've seen lot prices change in just my time in real estate. So when you're going to buy a house, you need to understand that a big chunk of it is going to be the lot. And then of course, there's the whole expense of building the house on top of that.
1: But you can come in and say, this is how much I can afford. Well, of
2: course, and you know, like any other transaction, we start with the going to the lender and getting the pre-approval and finding out what your budget is and figuring it out. And most of the banks have some really great financing for the construction period. Like you can pay literally um, interest only while you're building the house. And a lot of times I've seen 1.99% while you're building the house. So, So that's pretty awesome. So you need to know all of those things coming in because anywhere you can save money during this transaction, you want to. You don't want to just throw money out the window.
1: Nobody likes to do that. No. As far as finding the lot, I, I imagine the lots range anywhere from a a standard city square rectangle lot all the way up to acreage with Correct. woods and everything else. Correct.
2: And a lot of times people come to me and they say, I want to live northwest or I want to live northeast or I want to live southwest and I think our town is really our city rather is really kind of a quadrant city where people when you ask somebody where they live they don't say on such and such road they usually say I live over southwest or I live over northwest and so I think people have their neighborhoods that they're used to their shopping that they're used to the schools that they want their kids to go to so a lot of people will start with where they want to live okay so then we obviously start there. Then what's the price range because that's going to have a lot to do with what kind of lot. Then um you know some people are like I want it to be where it's a little further out and the houses aren't quite as close together and truthfully as far as like in the city it's not like they're developing new land, right? So the lots are pretty limited if you're talking about close to downtown or oh, something. Sure. It's kind of becoming a trend now that I've seen a few people buy older houses within walking distance and take them down to build a house on them. I know that's coming
1: them. in the Twin Cities. Yeah, especially. Yeah.
2: yeah, when you're running out of land, right? But luckily we don't have that problem. We still have outlying developments happening and, and the city's just really growing up. But lots are, I mean, you can buy lots for maybe in the 60s all the way up to um, literally half a million dollars. Oh, I bet. Yeah.
1: Are there different types of lots other than the obvious size of the lot? Or is there, you know, if you yeah. want to build this kind of house, I need to look for this kind of land. Right.
2: I mean, something. sometimes people will say, I definitely want to have a walkout lower level. Well, then you have to have a walkout lot. You can't just pick a lot and put a house on it. The lot has to fit the house that you want to put on it. So that's something that once you identify which you know where the lot is which builder you're going to work with then we start to sit down and draw a house plan or get the draftsman to draw a house plan to fit that lot
1: and fit your expectations for what kind of house that dream house might be we'll talk about that next step getting the planning done and perhaps even beginning construction and all the factors that go into that that you can help out with and guide the person through that with Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, Remax
0: results on Newstock 1340
1: KROC AM.
0: We'll be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340, KROC 96.9 FM. Mm. Welcome back to Rochester Real Estate with Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, REMAX Results, and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning and welcome back. I'm Andy Brownell, News Talk 1340,
1: KROC AM with Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, REMAX Results. This morning we're talking about building a home, that dream home. We spent a little bit of time talking about the process and selecting a lot and perhaps beginning the design of the home and Robin, how long of a process is this from the very beginning to the end when you actually get to move in and enjoy enjoy this brand new home?
2: It's a very good question. And there's not a simple answer. You know, if you're building, um a house that the builder has the plans for and you've already seen a spec home and you want that same house but on a different lot that takes a lot of time off if you're doing a custom house and custom home rather and you have to have the plans drawn up then that's gonna take a little longer
1: I imagine you have to have a draftsman and they have to come up with an actual brand and s- new design that I suppose there's the When you have that, they don't know how much lumber or what materials they have to get right away.
2: Well, they they just wanna make sure that the plan that they draw is what you're expecting. So it'll usually involve at least a couple of meetings where the first meeting they'll talk about, you know, size and budget and what rooms are important and then they'll draw the house and then you'll meet and yeah, that's exactly what we were thinking, but no, let's tweak this. And so, you know, usually it'll take a couple of meetings until you have those plans. And once you've got those plans, and it's time to go, then it's all right. Is that land ready to be, um, you know, is that lot ready? It's like the
1: sewer pipes. Exactly.
2: So just depending on how ready the lot is, you know, how long it takes you to get your plans together. I've seen new construction houses um, go as fast as six months. I've seen them gone as long as two years. And sometimes it's because it's just a really big house and a really involved project. And so it's, As long as the people know up front how long it's going to take, it's not a problem. It's the problem when a builder says it's going to take six months and it takes a year. That's when the problem becomes. So I think as long as we're working with a realistic plan, and I think, again, that's where I come in handy or your realtor, whoever it is, comes in handy because we're the ones that keep that communication flowing and make sure that... Because sometimes it's like, why are we so far behind? Well, because the buyer hasn't picked out their cabinets yet. We've got, you know, there's things that the buyers have to do on their end as well. And we can be that timekeeper and keep them on task and make sure that those things are being done by the deadline that the builder needs them done. So that when he's ready for that piece, he's got it.
1: Keep the machine moving forward.
2: Exactly, exactly.
1: Now, when you were talking about choosing the home and the features of the home are all these new homes custom homes
2: no 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 there's there are some builders that you know have certain models that they build and they've built them hundreds of times and they can change things a little bit here and there but if they've got like oftentimes you'll go to some model homes actually this weekend if i'm correct i'm pretty sure i am is the builders parade of homes so a lot of people will go out and see what there is to see and then they'll say, oh, this is exactly what I'm looking for. So they can take that same floor plan and build it on a different lot. Sometimes the people already own land and they've been waiting to build. Now they find the floor plan. Sometimes people find the floor plan and now they've got to find the land. It's
1: To be honest, it sounds like a daunting process well, for a person. I to think it's to
2: pretty do. involved. And I think a lot of people don't realize how involved it's going to be. And sometimes... It can cause them a lot of stress. But if we do our job and um, we keep things going smoothly, it's really a fun process. I mean, it's really fun to get a house that you've kind of put your tag on, right? You've picked out the countertops and you've picked out the flooring and you've picked out the paint colors and the carpet. So it's your house. I mean, not that when you buy an existing home, you can't make changes because, of course, you can. But there is something fun and exciting about building a brand new house. A lot of people really love it.
1: It's brand new. I I think that part of it's exciting. Yeah.
2: Yeah. No, I think a lot of people love it. And then there are people who say, yep, done that. Been there. No thanks. Let's (laughs) find a house. (laughs) So it just depends.
1: And uh, so we're building the house. The days finally come and they're scooping dirt and... and is that you just sit back and relax at that point or are there things to be or am i doing things during that period as oh
2: well? no you're you're continuously doing things like you know the very organized builders, and there's some really good ones to work with in this area, um, have such a well-oiled machine and such a timeline that they can tell us right up front, this is the day I need these selections, this is the day I need these selections, I need this, I need that. And there's actually some really cool software out there and there's some builders that'll keep us updated with like um, even pictures of this is where we're at because everybody's not always right here in town. Sometimes it's people coming to you know, moving to Rochester and they're starting their house because it's going to take a while to build it so it's ready when they get here. So they can't just drive by the job site and take a peek. So it's really fun, you know, when these builders will have this software that has pictures telling us where we're at in the process, but when they don't, because most don't, then that's where we come in. We go to the job site, we take pictures, we send them to the buyer and say, oh, today they did this or they, you know, put the roof on or the windows are in or, and it's just fun to watch the um, process, you know, as it progresses.
1: See, it takes, you know, you reminded me when you were describing that process and and some of the builders have this service that they offer and others uh, do it differently. That, that might be where I really want your advice at the very beginning of this. I have no idea. Who do I choose as a builder? Exactly,
2: exactly. And I'll tell you what. um, I have several builders that I will recommend. And oftentimes I will match people up with the builder that I think is going to fit their personality, fit their style. You know, some people are more uptight than others. Some people are more laid back than others. Some people are more um i want everything in writing on charts you know i mean there's just sure. everybody's got different personalities and i think it's easier for everybody if they're working with a builder that's going to basically meet their expectations
1: and you know that a lot of these personalities i definitely
2: do it. and i mean there are unfortunately some builders i wouldn't recommend but you know i don't necessarily ever say bad things about anybody i just say these are builders that I would highly recommend because I've known um, several people that have built houses with them, or I've sold several houses that they've built, you know, prior to sure. me listing it. And the owner is gonna be your best resource, right? I mean, if the house has been a great house and they've loved the house, it speaks volumes.
1: Absolutely. We're talking about building your brand new home, and we're talking with Robin Gualdi. Waltney Group, REMAX Results, and we'll continue this discussion in just a few moments, maybe even talk about some specific neighborhoods, some specific developments. That's all coming up next on News Talk 1340 KROC AM.
0: We'll be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back to Rochester Real Estate with Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, REMAX Results, and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning. Welcome back. Andy Brownell with Robin Gwaltney,
1: Gwaltney Group, REMAX Results on News Talk, 1340 KROC AM. This week, we're talking about building your home, brand new home. And uh, we talked about lots. We've talked about getting together with a builder, designing, and, you know, I know s- people look for specific places they want to live and especially people my age oftentimes they that dream home has a little bit of acreage that goes with it maybe, oh, maybe woods and you know some scenery yeah and it, it, are they anything like that out there now in the marketplace
2: you know there are those lots tend to be pretty expensive because imagine, you yeah. know the homes are typically also more expensive and clearly there is a correlation between the lot price and the home price. You know, no one's going to pay $200,000 for a lot and then put a $200,000 house on it, right? So um, when people are building their so-called dream house or they're building the bigger high-end houses, they do a lot of times want a lot with a couple of acres. And I'm glad you brought that up, Andy, because I happen to be marketing a awesome development called Sally Hill. And these are some prime lots. I mean, beautiful. Um, are you familiar, you know where um when you're heading out of town on 63 and you're heading toward Lake City, just before you get to 75th Street before you get to the turn that roundabout sure, or whatever you call it. Sure. So then it'd be off to the west or you know to your left. There's you'll see my sign. It's a great big sign, but you turn in there and that's Sally Hill subdiv- Subdivision. And it has some gorgeous lots. Oh, my goodness. Um, Total lots in that development are 31. And I think as of today, we have 15 sold or pending. Okay. So we're about half still available. And those lots are all at least two acres. Some of them were, I think the biggest one was 14 acres. I know that one is sold and there's a gorgeous house being built on it. Um, but there is another one that's available that's nine acres. And I think, um, actually, let me check here. I think that one is three hundred and some thousand dollars. Yeah, so the lowest price one that we have out there is one hundred and thirty four nine And the most expensive one that we have left is three forty. So there's some really beautiful lots with some really big old trees. And we've got the Zumbro River running through some of those lots. And I mean, it's, it's gorgeous. It was obviously beautiful farmland at one time, and now it is, it's just a beautiful development.
1: The city's finally got out there. I mean, well, at least the edge of the city, I mean, you're, that's a short drive. I mean, you're right there. It is.
2: And you know, the thing is, is that for a while we were only seeing these big, beautiful houses built southwest there were some developments southwest and it's awesome that now there's things going on that end of the town and there's been more over in northeast and as you know northwest rochester has grown up Just a little, (laughs) right? I mean, our whole city is, and I I love how you know people come to town and they say, "Where's the good neighborhood?" And I love to say, "Listen, this is one awesome neighborhood. This city of Rochester. You know, it's like this is just a fantastic place to live. And no matter where you live in this city, the crime rate is ridiculously low, and the people are crazy friendly. So there's a lot of good neighborhoods, and that means in southeast Rochester Southwest Rochester northeast Rochester Northwest Rochester so um I am super excited about this particular development I actually will be marketing another development um coming soon and that one is going to be northwest as well so I'm really excited about these these lots so the
1: Sully Hill development you mentioned you, is it ready to go right now There's it a, is yeah so there the like, already in and-
2: oh yeah yeah everything's in there um it's township out there so it's Septic systems and shared wells, and the shared wells are in the developer put those in. So, yeah, it if you're looking to build kind of the high end house on a lot that's you know between 130 and 300,000, definitely take a drive out to Sally Hill and check that place out because a lot of people don't know about it. And when they come out, they're like, Oh my gosh. And we literally have had like a chain of lots sell because one guy bought, and then his friends saw it, and then his friends bought, and then their friends bought. and the whole neighborhood Exactly. (laughs) So it's like people get out there, and they just love it. So it's really taken off, and like I said, it's half sold out, but that means there's still half remaining. So we'd love to sell you one of those lots for sure.
1: And if you were in the marketplace for... Something smaller, maybe in the city, that's something you can also help. Yeah,
2: and so that, that next develop, development, excuse me, that I was talking about um, definitely has smaller city lots over near, um, oh, for gosh, I'm at a loss of words now. Um, what is the name of that neighborhood? Over by the Mink Farm. What's Help me out. What's the name of that uh, neighborhood? Oh, by
1: West River Parkway. But that way? more
2: in like where the soccer fields are and the baseball diamond yeah. in uh, there, in that neighborhood.
1: Past Elton Hills, I'll, Oh, North yeah, further further out. But anyway, I'll oh, Watson, have more information about that. Sports Complex yes, area? Yes, you got
2: it. Okay. You got it. So, um, And that's going to be kind of a mixture. There's already some um, single-family homes being built in that neighborhood and some lots for sale, and then there's going to be some um, higher-end townhomes coming out there as well. well.
1: That's nice, too. You have Essex Park is right out there. You've got that's the, the word I was oh, looking for. Oh, that's the neighborhood, too. Yeah. Essex neighborhood. <laughs> yes. And they've got brand-new roadways out there, too. Yeah, yes, well? super nice been, out
2: there. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's the good news is for the people who do want to build, there is continuously you know land being developed and more lots coming on the scene. Um, when people sit with me, Andy, and they say, "Geez, I'm torn. Should I buy or should I build?" and i say that is not a question i can answer but there are some things we can talk about and then after we talk through it then you'll be better equipped to make that decision so you would be surprised how many times people aren't really sure if they want to buy or if they want to build so we just counsel through and kind of explain how will the buying process look from start to finish how will the building process look from start to finish and then with that information they're better equipped to make that decision you know,
1: i imagine that's one of the more valuable things you offer is that kind of object- objective voice when you're having a conversation within a family on what we should do and you have varying opinions and have somebody to talk it over with.
2: And you know, certainly on our team, it is our mission to help people with these transitions, right? And I always get, I, I think I've mentioned this to you before, but I always get crazy when people say, Oh, you're such a good salesperson. I am not a salesperson. I am clearly a service provider. I mean, it is really our mission to help people make great decisions and negotiate great deals and help them transition from one home to the next. And it feels good to help people do this. And sure, it's a sales job because we're paid based on commission. So, you know. Technically, it's sales, but we consider ourselves at the Gualtney Group service providers. All right.
1: So if somebody wants to talk with you, Robin, or a member of the Gwaltney Group, how do we do that?
2: Definitely call me on my cell phone anytime, 507-259-4926, or check out our website at gwaltneygroup.com.
1: All right. Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, Remax Results on News Talk 1340, KROC AM.